0: Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern day Asian American
1: woman. My name is Helen. I'm Janet, and I'm Mel. This is episode fifty-five-zero. Wow, wow we have fifty ladies. It also happens to be Miss Helen's birthday today. Oh, it's
2: my birthday? On December 5th? Yeah. It's my birthday?
1: <laughs> December 5th. And what are we talking about today?
2: So today we're actually going to be talking about sex. So in light of uh-huh. Helen's birthday, here you go. It's your
0: birthday, so I know you want to ride out. Okay.
3: If we only go to my house.
2: Okay, that's not played the whole thing, so we'll get it. <laughs> Thanks for that. Is that my present? <laughs> Not, maybe, maybe your boyfriend gave you me- Wow! <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <But> yes. <laughs> the
1: awkward laugh. <laughs> Today we are going to be talking about sex. So this is a topic that we get quite a few requests written in about. And it's something that I think a lot of us do maybe talk about with our girlfriends behind closed doors, but maybe not as openly sometimes because of usually our cultural upbringing. It makes it feel a little taboo to discuss, right? But you're in your 20s, if you're in your 30s, if you're a young adult, you're probably having sex. So. Or you're going to. Or you're going to. Or, or you're religious you're, and not. Yeah. It's and okay. That's okay. Yeah. And that's okay. But maybe you still want to know about it, Yeah. right? So we wanted to take the opportunity of this episode to uh, share a little bit of our personal experiences with. Six. Six.
2: Six. And just also keep in mind, this is our personal experience. We're not saying you should do one thing or the other. I think everyone has their own journey when it comes to discovering themselves sexually.
0: You know, what's actually pretty funny. So earlier today, we all had lunch and we talk a lot about our past and our exes. And every time you guys mention one of your exes, I'm always like, I can't picture this guy, you know, mm-hmm. and I like make up this like person in my head of yeah. what he looks like. So I had this genius thought of <laughs> let's put together a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> with pictures of all of our exes and label them by the number of years that you dated them and also the age of when you dated them. So now we have this collage of all of our ex-boyfriends <laughs> in a in a PowerPoint deck,
2: yeah. which we also house. present in a very business manner. Yes. <laughs> this is Blaine. I did him from da da, 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 yeah. da.
1: Yeah, we went through the process of presenting each each person presented their slide that walked through the yeah. timeline. <laughs> Janet's like, and to your top left. <laughs> but it's funny because
0: you look at it and you're like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, who have you had sex with there? We did
2: talk about, you know, who we prefer in bed and all these things. So I think this is a good jumping point to get right into it. So In terms of sex, what was your expectations of sex? You know, obviously, I think we kind of mentioned this before that I think being Asian, we don't really talk about sex with our Mm -hmm. parents. I don't think I was really educated on sex, right? So for me, the act of sex came from movies for me. So I would watch movies like The Notebook and all these like romantic movies. So that's why I thought sex would be like, oh, super romantic and all like all these things. I had no idea what it meant, you Mm -hmm. know? So that was like my expectation of what sex was. Yeah. Actually, no. I thought people just took off their clothes,
1: looked at each other, and then slept in bed together or something like that. Oh. Uh, so you saw yeah. all the like feeling aspects of it, the emotional part, but you didn't un- really understand like physically how things worked.
2: Yeah. I didn't under, I- for me as a young kid, I didn't understand the appeal of that. I was like, what is that? Why, why would you want to do that? Like, why yeah. would you want to get naked? Exactly. <laughs> and-
0: yeah. And like see each other. Yeah, I, I know. Penises I mean, are know. so gross. Yeah. As a kid. When's but- the first time you saw a penis?
2: I don't know. Maybe like accidentally, like a family member, or like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. You know what I mean, like I don't I was, like, know. Not, like, yeah, could no, uncle, true. right? Yeah, I don't
0: know. Like, if you had like cousins or. Yeah, like, yeah. You know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's true. Like, because when you're young, you might yeah. like all
2: shower together at one yeah. time or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Sorry, this doesn't. I'm just grossed out. we just talking about <laughs> your
3: cousins. <laughs> <laughs> I <didn't laughs>
2: then, but, first... okay, so how about you guys? Do you remember your first initial thought of what
0: sex was? Um. Oh, I mean, in terms of just like human anatomy, mm-hmm. I saw like there was like some porn stash like below my parents' bed. Yeah. Mm. And so I remember seeing that. me funny my sister's listening right now. I wonder if she saw the same because we never talked about it. Taboo. Um, but yeah, I remember like the first time seeing a vagina, like a an, an adult vagina mm-hmm. that was like, like hairy. Yeah. And I was just like, cause I was young. So I was uh-huh. like, oh, that's weird. Like, yeah. am I going to have that? Yeah. And I didn't actually, I didn't know what it was or why it was there. And maybe it was like a, a porn thing to mm-hmm. have hair down there. So, that was, like, the first time I saw that. And I think the first time I saw a penis was um, in those, like, AOL private chats. What? Uh. Seriously? Yeah. Someone sent me a dick pic. Hey, I didn't oh, know it, it was. Baby Helen
1: getting a dick pic. Yeah. Trip. I was oh so gosh. young.
0: And I was like, what part of the body is that? That was, like, a weird finger. Like, a, <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a really close-up.
1: Your finger's but, really messed up, man. Yeah.
0: I was like, why is it so, like...
1: Fallen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what it was. But it was, like, very uh, curved up. And I was like, oh, that's, that's interesting. And then when I realized what it was, I was really grossed out. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But that
1: was my first experience. I think, yeah. I mean, if it's just human anatomy, I did see, like, I think family family members. And then my parents, like, sometimes they would. When I was younger, people would walk around kind of freely. Yeah, because yeah. I think it's just it's just like Yeah, yeah, thing. when you're younger, right? Um, but then in terms of, like, understanding sex, like, I think that was through, like, hbo or like randomly because we had <gasps> yeah Actually, you're right you're right and you're you flip right. these channels and just then you're like what is happening yeah. <laughs> That's like sex in the city no, but more like the ads right
0: oh, the channels yeah, that had like yeah.
2: xxx something well, yeah
0: yeah and you would flip over and you're like ooh
2: i can't watch this but yeah. i am yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is true that is true i didn't know what a virgin meant like mm. the, the what, what it meant to be a virgin i remember my best friend's brother was like Hey, Mel, do you know what a virgin is? And I was like, yeah, Jimmy, I am not a virgin because I know what sex is. So I thought the terminology of virgin means, like, if Just you know knowing. what sex is, yeah. that means you're not a virgin. So <laughs> I thought, like, I was super cool. Like, that's when people get naked. And he was like, Mel, that is not what a virgin means, what not being a virgin means. I'm like, oh. So I was, like, educated real quickly in middle school. <laughs> well, did you guys have, like the, like, the sex talk with your parents? Oh, actually, No oh my god this is so awkward but my mom never gave me the sex talk my aunt did and it was so awkward i would just like be over at her place and i think i was probably like maybe in middle school or high school and she was just like oh melody uh are you you know you know how to protect i'm just like what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And I felt so awkward. She gave it to me multiple times. Did too. you know what it was oh. though? the first time she brought I, it? Up? I think I knew yeah. at that time. At that point, I knew what it was. And there's one time I think I found a pack of condoms at her house. And then she's like, oh, I use, uh. you know, you have to protect yourself. And then it's just like, you don't want to know that your aunt and uncle are doing these kind of things. It's just yeah, like yeah. kind of gross. Yeah. Wait, did she
1: actually like describe to you? No. She's so- just like,
2: oh, you have to protect yourself. Like that. that's all she said. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, I got it. I got it. brushing her off. So I don't want to hear this yeah, anymore. Yeah. One distinct memory I remember in high school was in freshman year. I was in algebra two class. I was, like, pretty good at math. And so all the – my classmates were older than me. And all the girls would huddle together and, like, girl talk. And so the sophomores, juniors, seniors were like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, like, I had sex last night. I literally talk about giving blowjobs. Mm -hmm. And I literally was so grossed out. Mm. and that was why would I was you like, want to do that yeah. like yeah. why would you want to do that to someone that's gross like that's mm. where they pee out of yeah and i mean like, <laughs> like i think at that point i knew what a penis was and i was like why would you want to do anything with that yeah, yeah. anatomy like just yuck yeah so that was my I guess like mental state before Entering a sexual relationship with it's someone. So innocent. I know. And Damn. now I'll look at you. <laughs> Excuse me? Dicks all over just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. But do you guys remember being grossed out at the idea of sex before? Or you always like liked it? I don't remember being grossed out. Actually,
0: Janet, you mentioning like the channels that you flipped through. Like yeah, that yeah. totally was my first time hearing about it. But even like when you're walking around it's like, Oh, make sure you cover up. Oh, you don't you can't talk about your boobs and so like it was always like you you knew that you had to like hide these parts of you. Mm-hmm. My parents never gave me the sex talk. It was more just like don't do it, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, it implies all of it. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay, I kind of know what you're talking about. They knew, uh, I knew what they were thinking about too. But it was always like this like forbidden fruit. It was kind of just like, you can't talk about it. You can't, don't touch it. You know, Mm -hmm. none of that. But I remember like watching like American Pie. Just like, yeah, I I remember distinctly. I was like, oh, that's how guys like satisfy themselves. Mm -hmm. And, but I was like, what about the girls though? You know, so there was never Mm -hmm. anything about, any discussion about like orgasms or anything Mm -hmm. like that but it was always like how to satisfy a man even in I think we I mean we had like the anatomy like banana you know condiment yeah, of banana uh, talk right? sex ed in yeah, school sex yeah sex ed in, in school I forget when but that was like the first time hearing about it but it was always around just like how to please how a man gets you yeah. know mm-hmm. gets hard that's and, true and we and don't talk that.
2: about the women yeah. actually
1: I mean some a lot of the porn though there is like it's like lesbian porn yeah so if you're like when flipping through channels and stuff and that I mean that like hyper sexualizes women in a different way but I don't know I think for me I asked you Mel, about like if your conversations with your parents like if they actually describe what it is mm-hmm. but more it was just in the context of don't do it right mm-hmm. so for both of you they never like explain what it is and yeah. so that was my experience too it's like I had It was, like, my first boyfriend and my dad was – and it was my dad. This is awkward. And he was just trying to, like, get a point across, like, make sure you're protecting yourself. And I was like, this conversation is not happening. We don't need to. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Don't worry. But, yeah, in terms of understanding the mechanics or, like, physically what Mm -hmm. happens, I think it was just through school. Yeah. And school and then porn are, like, on on TV, which is two, like, really – one is, like, super just, like – scientific or like body Mm -hmm. parts coming together and then the other is like super dramatic and like true yeah so you don't really you know have a clear understanding yeah Yeah. i think i think it's like kids also talking about and like making like fingers like finger
0: in a hole yeah Yeah.
2: yeah. i remember not
0: knowing at all like what are you
2: doing like what what
0: is that like
2: signaling you know yeah so immature you bring up that good point janet about like your dad bringing it up i'll dive into this story later as we talk about our first sexual encounter but my mom When I had my first boyfriend, my mom did bring up sex to me then. Like, I never had the sex Mm -hmm. talk prior. So, I do actually want to hear about your first times Mm. having sex. Like, do you guys remember your first time and how old you guys were? Uh, I I do remember. I hope
0: you all remember (laughs) your (laughs) first time. Yeah, I remember. Um, My first time was when I was pretty young, now that I think about it. Mm -hmm. I think I was 16. Yeah, I think it was junior year. It was actually... Before then, I had tried something with someone else who was also my... It's... He's not on the list. He okay. didn't make the list. I was like, to see a guy uh, on the list? He wasn't official. He wasn't... He was, but it was a shirt. I guess I should put him on there. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, like, the first time... We were, like, intimate in bed, but I also knew I didn't, like, want it mm-hmm. from him mm-hmm. for oh, my first time. Yeah, yeah. So I remember we, like, got close to, like, getting there, but I would always, like, shift a little bit mm. so that it would always miss. <laughs>
2: What? I never told you guys. This. No, it's like this is like the <laughs> hyper version of you know when you when a guy leans in to give you a kiss, you do the whole like oh, yeah, oh yeah. the the cheek. This is like to another level. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. But also like I think well you're
0: young. It's also like very like tight and it's very yeah. like you know you're just kind of like. Like shifting and like
1: dodging, <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 just like, and it's hilarious. <laughs> Hula dancing
2: in bed. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was like was it at the end? You're like, okay, we're not gonna, we're, we're not gonna find. Yeah. It, well, so. the
0: thing is, I eventually I was just like, no, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. So I actually looking back now, just thinking about it now, I'm just like, wow, that was a very empowering move for such a young person because mm-hmm. he was also like older. Um, a couple of years older, so it was like upperclassmen-ish. And I was just like, yeah, that, that was the right move to not have done anything there. Mm -hmm. But my first time was with one of my first boyfriends, not going to say who, but his uncle had an empty apartment and we had already Mm -hmm. like made out and we were already going out for like a couple of months. Mm -hmm. So we went to the empty apartment we used to, like, make out at a friend's place. I remember a friend's house. Like, we would always gather there in Dorchester, and and we would just sit in our friend's room, and he had a bunk bed. And so the guy who owned the house, he would be making out with his girlfriend at the top bunk. So I had my first mm. kiss, like, on the bottom bunk with this with, with this another guy. couple in the room yeah with another couple yeah, in the room man. like at the top this is such a high out. school one where
2: like all, it the cou- is. all the couples just come to make yeah, out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah exactly
0: where can we make out after school yeah. you know so we had already like been heavily making out so we ended up at his uncle's place and i don't know if I we knew that like that was the intention mm. that we were gonna have um mm. sex and i think that was his first time too so oh. it was like both of our first times but there was like peanut butter involved.
3: Wait, wait, what what? <laughs> Sorry, it was?
0: Wait, wait, this, this story is taking a very interesting. Wait, buzz. there was
1: peanut butter involved. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say what, but you
0: just said <laughs> peanut butter. I mean, I'm not gonna say what we did with the peanut butter. But
1: wait, why peanut butter? Is that the only thing you had? You didn't know lube. Oh my god! I can't, am I sharing too, like sharing too much? Or like chocolate? Or like. I don't know wax or peanut no, I mean, butter.
2: I don't know. I it think was... honestly, I will share in the fact that in high school, when you start doing things, you're a little bit more kinky. Exactly. Or you're, mm. you're just exploring. Yeah, stuff. you're yeah. exploring, yeah, yeah. and yeah. it just seemed <laughs> it seemed like the right. I'm like, Yeah, it's sticky and all these things. Okay, anyways, go ahead. You have um, peanut butter.
0: There was yeah, and then uh, and then yeah, the first time it was like my senses were so heightened because mm-hmm, I was like, yeah. oh my god, my clothes are off, and like, oh my god, like it's you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember it hurting, but I didn't enjoy it. Like I yeah, didn't yeah. enjoy it. And then the second time, third time, it was, like, great. Mm. And we even, like, skip school a couple times just to, like, have sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. like a bunch of rabbits. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, when you're a teenager and it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. I feel comfortable with this guy and he feels comfortable mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. It was, like... You know like one of our very first relationships with someone else and so it was like a very exploratory too mm. so it's like let's try things and mm. like you know against the wall and like doing all these, things,
2: all these different <laughs> <What>? things <laughs>
0: okay, well. um just to you know because we're curious yeah, and yeah. at that time you've already watched like some porn and yeah, stuff so yeah. you're like oh let's try that you yeah. know so it, it was it was fun so you had, so you had a pretty like would you say an overall positive first experience? I, yeah. I would say so, yeah. Okay. If it was the, uh, the other person, I would probably have been pretty sad. Mm. Yeah, but my
2: dodging is pretty good. That is hilarious, by the way. <laughs> I just envision, like, oh, uh, uh. yeah. But also, like, I don't want to envision that at the same time. Yeah, um, But I think for me, like, I could kind of relate to Helen. Like, I actually lost yeah. my virginia at a really young age, too. I was mm. 16. I was a sophomore. And my boyfriend was one year older. So it was with someone I actually got in a relationship with. I was with him for two and a half years, so just to give you guys context. Mm-hmm. I think at that point, I was like, oh, like, when you start being physical, you're like, okay, I see the appeal now to, like, yeah. this. I, before, and I was like, "Ooh, dick. But then, um, know, <laughs> so literally, I was like, "You, that's so gross. Yeah, swollen finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then, yeah, we started being, like, you know, physically intimate, and then I wasn't his first, though. So I was his second, and he was my first. And I think at that point, I knew I was comfortable letting him be my first. A lot of things, like, my first kiss, my first, like, everything. And I remember I also had a bunk bed uh, situation. Mm -hmm. My ex boyfriend shared a bed with his grandpa.
3: Oh oh my (laughs) God, this
2: is taking an interesting
0: direction. Grandpa
2: wasn't home during the time we got sex. Yeah, so, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, of course. And so we were on the top bunk. And I remember we finally did it. And it was so anticlimactic for me. And I remember feeling like, oh, like it was definitely hurt, you know? And when it happened, I was like, Is that... Is that it? Like, is that... Not saying, saying like, I wasn't satisfied. It's more like... I thought I'd feel like a change. Like, oh, my God. Mm.
1: Like,
2: whatever. And then afterwards, I think I was so overwhelmed by the feeling of honest disappointment. The first time, I started crying.
1: Mm. And he
2: was like, what's wrong? Like, he was really caring throughout the whole process. And I was like, I just... I guess it's just not what I expected it to be. Like, I thought it'd be like the movies, like, with candles and, like, really romantic. Mm. So, I really romanticized the act of sex. And so... Actually... So when this happened, did you guys,
1: did you, so you didn't plan?
2: It wasn't planned.
1: Okay. Were there other times where you guys were making out and it kind of almost went there and like, or how did...
2: I don't remember. Mm. I remember like the first, like being intimate with him, but I remember, and then I remember our first time having sex mm. and all the other times. So afterwards. it kind of just like happened. It did. Yeah, yeah. And then I think once you go over that hump of like, oh, that's not what I expected. Like, yes. Then I joined Helen on the whole, let's explore this kind of yeah, like yeah, thing. Yeah. And yeah, we play with ice cubes (laughs) i just think you just want to try different things and i i did feel super comfortable with him and yeah like i I think in high school you're very like oh like what is lube and what is what is a vibrator ring just all these little things to see and i feel like you kind of like play into the kinky the act of doing it versus like it Truly enjoying what it was. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, I didn't enjoy all those, like, fun toys and stuff. I, yeah. For me, like, now I'm just, like, I would be, like, no, let's not do that. But, yeah, I think having sex with my first boyfriend, it was very exploratory. But this, Was it fun after? This it was, was the first super time? fun. Like, you, yeah. know, you know, you're, know, you like, God, I feel like I was such a kink in high school. Like, now I'm just, like, let me a little different. But, you know, like, sex for me, like... It felt like such a new thing. Like I wanted to do it here and in different places and like let's do it like, you know, in the car. Like kind of little things like that. But I don't I could I may get touch about this later if we if we go there. But I think we were in two and a half year relationship and obviously our relationship took a different like you know, it started like going downhill so mm-hmm. I wasn't I was losing interest and then like I think for me, like sex became more of a an act out of um so, like obligation obligation versus mm. what i wanted to do mm. towards the end and like i think now i don't regret what i did but like i think now if i recognize this now i would it would be different maybe it's a sign of like i don't think the relationship is going the way i wanted to and i don't think you should ever do things out of obligation mm. if you enjoy the process you should i never was i never felt like i was being taken advantage of but there's sometimes just like oh i don't have sex i'll just give you a blowjob instead like kind of things like that yeah, yeah, um, yeah. it affects me kind of now too mm. but i guess i'll we'll talk about that later but yeah i, I was 16 overall wait, wait
1: let's talk about that now. How? that effect
2: like being freaky mm-hmm.
1: or you know oh. you said that kind of it seemed like having sex out of obligation sometimes like that affected
2: or i think colored. i think sometimes i wish but you're young so i don't i don't think i really know how to explore my body mm-hmm. as i would want to now like i never orgasm in high school i didn't mm-hmm. know what what the fuck it was okay like, were you able to yourself yes mm-hmm. i always knew how to um but then with with him i just didn't I think something yeah. was holding me back and then mm. I think ever since then that mental block has been there since. Uh, I don't think it was it. on him or anything. He didn't do right, anything right. wrong. It's more like maybe I felt like oh I'm not I can't enjoy it 100% anymore and so the 10% couldn't bring me over the tip to like come or whatever. Yeah. So mm. I think it happened. Obviously you know you're talking to a lot of your girlfriends you realize like to get an orgasm from like penetration is really difficult for some yeah. women and I think I, I fall under that bracket. So I think not I remember moments when we had sex and he was like I want you to come I was like I can't get there. Ooh, that's
1: extra pressure if he's like, I want you but to... But, of course,
2: all guys want you to come. Yeah, yeah. They, But if they want, say they want it, the
3: satisfaction also. Ex- yeah, yeah but yeah. I think
2: for him it was like a caring... He did... He was very mm, caring see, about it. And, yeah, so I think for me, ever since then, like, I remember that feeling of there's a mental block. And so mm. that has trickled into my adulthood. Mm. Got it, yeah. But there's one thing I do want to add to this, like, my first experience. Because you guys asked me, like, did your parents give you the sex talk? And... My mom never gave me the sex talk prior to going into like sex, but I remember she knew I had a boyfriend, and he would come over. We'd come over and stuff. And there was one time she was dropping me off at school, and she turned to me and she goes, "Are you protecting yourself? How do they know? I think mean, parents, parents, parents know. know. You're like studying yeah. the night, like late night, and yeah. it's, you, could, you could assume things. And like, I can't lie to my mom. Yeah, just my relation with her. And I knew what she was implying. I was like, uh huh. I was trying to brush it off. And she's like, she looked at me and she goes, "You know." I can't stop you from doing the things you're doing, but the best thing I can do is to protect you. And so I'm going to, I'm going to go with you and I'm going to get you birth control. Oh, she was the one that got me birth control when I was was 16.
0: I think that's really, that's really important that parents actually talk about this stuff or at least try and like try and educate their kids, Mm -hmm. even if it's still like not really touching on pun subject. Right. But it's, yeah, it's important. It's very important too. That's
2: really cool that your mom did that. Yeah, so I think that's something I really applaud my mom for doing. I mean, that is her Americanized side. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how she is. Because she's
0: not saying, like, don't do it. Don't do she's it. like, okay, I guess you're doing yeah. it. Let's go
1: and yeah. protect what you? can we do about this?
0: Yeah. yeah,
2: and I remember, this is all encompassing my first relationship. I was extra paranoid, and I actually had a pregnancy scare. Mm-hmm. that was Oh, fun. when
1: you were a teenager?
2: Yeah. It's just like, and the thing that's dumb is dumb as like we were using. I was on birth control. I was using protection, like all this stuff. But then you know, I was like, oh, Pricko, maybe there's like semen. Like I was like, oh no, there's semen in there, yeah, and yeah. like, mm-hmm. what is this stuff? And like, I just like, I got into my head real like really mm. quick, and then I was so paranoid. I went out to get like pregnancy test, and I was negative. But still, like that wasn't enough for me. I was so nervous to the point where I actually asked my mom. I said, I'm really scared right now. I, I know this could be nothing, but I think I don't know. I just want to be safe, but mm. I I want to just get my blood tested to see if i'm pregnant wow
0: that's that's really like in- incredible to hear that you can talk to your mom, mom about yeah. that yeah yeah i mean it's
2: definitely awkward but she's like oh okay yeah and she took me and it was negative but she's like very like i'll like you, you. Take a hang or smack you no she's <laughs> like you, she actually never did that she's like oh you have to be careful like you know mm. don't if you want to do this you, ha-, you know kind of like that kind of like yeah. disappointment but also like i'm going to take you regardless yeah i mean that that should that's the that, reaction that yeah, you would hope for, her, you would hope yeah, for yeah. her to
1: have. Yeah,
0: Not so like,
2: yeah, great. <laughs> hey, like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. No, but I, I felt yeah. like a very like, fuck, I'm disappointing my mom to this. Yeah, like I shouldn't yeah. have done that. Right. But like, but even looking back, I was like, it wasn't like I. He like came in me. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm pregnant. It's just like, oh no, this little pre cum. But then I think with all those like, seeing my, how my mom navigated dealing with me when I, with my first relationship mm. with my first sexual encounter, all these things, I do. She was a great mom and how she approached it. So that really is just like my whole first. Yeah. Time yeah. experience. So yeah I mean that sounds nice you were
0: supported then yeah, yeah. not too lost in this weird first experience yeah APM yeah,
2: I think us now like being women entering the age of like thinking about having children having daughters like how would you navigate this conversation right. so I think having that with my mom is like okay I think I kind of have an idea
1: yeah of how you
2: want to approach with this with my, mm-hmm. with my daughter if I were to have one I think me and Helen fall in the similar boat where we're like we were kind of in high school a little young we start exploring sex at a younger age yeah. Um, Jana, you have a different experience right?
1: I do yeah I was not sexually active until like my mid-20s so I did have a boyfriend in high school and we're high school into college and we were physical and we did almost everything or like just heavy heavy make and mm-hmm. like dry humping right yeah. so <laughs> is there a reason why you stopped going further than that he was more experienced than I was mm-hmm. and he was always very like cognizant about kind of like not letting it get to that point. I think he was always trying to like protect me and not oh, that's not really take nice. advantage. Yeah. I think most guys. That oh I, wait, like, sorry, I'm looking at the uh PowerPoint. Which one is he? <laughs> <laughs> the top. First loved. one. First one. Oh okay, got yeah it, Okay. He was always religious, but I think kind of like became more and more religious near the end of our relationship. I see. Um so yeah, and then it wasn't until like I kind of started working mm-hmm. um when I was in like my early mid-twenties, kind of similar to Helen before the actual guy that I had my first experience with. I started kind of dating casually this other guy and we got really physical very quickly and he had had sex before and I had not. And I also felt like kind of uncomfortable, but I was like exploring and trying to figure it out. And he was the first guy that I was like naked with Uh, and like, you know, getting kind of like further. You did a little dodgy dodge. (laughs) Yeah, I did. I did the dodge. And I still remember this one time where he was like, come on, just like a little bit. I was like, Dude, a little, it's either in or it's out. Like, yeah. Yeah. What <laughs> yeah. the fuck? There's no, you know, especially with someone who's like a virgin. Come on. There's yeah. no. So in hindsight, yes, I'm really glad that I didn't yeah. let that happen. Mm-hmm. Cheers to you. Cheers. We Cheers. have some glasses of wine. Yeah, we for need this. <laughs> so then after him, I actually started dating someone. We were in a relationship for probably a, I don't remember where, when in our relationship we started like having sex, but he was someone that I felt really comfortable with and mm-hmm. was also quite experienced and was older and was just very like emotionally he had, like, really high EQ. Mm, that's hot. Um, <laughs> that so is hot, yes. Our, like, first time or whatever. Like, we actually tried, like, multiple times. Mm-hmm. And I had some, like, anatomically, it was really painful for yeah. me. Oh, yeah. And to the point where actually it was, like, I went to the gynecologist and, like, you know, was like, hey. <laughs> Do what's-? I have a vagina? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Is it down there? <laughs> yeah, like which hole? No, um, I think in hindsight you're anxious and you're nervous, right? So you're like not like kind tensed of, up. You're tensing up, yeah. But it was our actual like first time it was very romantic like oh. he had bought flowers there were candles Aww. we went to dinner so but he, pl- pl- he planned yeah, it you planned it then. yeah yeah oh. so this is and so it, that was all like him he was probably almost like more of a quote-unquote girl about it than mm. i was because he's like i know that this is like that it's not my first time but like i want it to feel like this Aww. is like our first time together and Aww, i was just like yeah, so that is. I feel like i, su- I, feel like I was really I'm spoiled like today. Yeah.
2: That is super sweet. That I feel is really spoiled
1: sweet. from that from that experience.
2: Wow. Right. Um,
0: all right, all future yeah. men that um, date Janet, just know so you have high <laughs> Every time, to eat. though. Yeah, every every time, one flower per time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she better have a garden. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> wow, this is so. I think it sounds like you know we all have different experiences, you know, with our first times. Yeah. Wow, it, it varies. It's really it interesting. Varies, yes. Helen was a freak. <laughs> I'm just what? I'm just I was kidding. I was a young curious. You too. Okay, fine. <laughs> and then there's like, rumb- and then yeah, I have like the roses. Me, like, <laughs> me telling out the bunk bed stories. Yeah. Janet got the roses in all these things.
0: You're like every parent's dream child. Mid 20s. <laughs> oh. We are so excited to be partnering up with Every Lashes. Every Lashes is created by fellow ABG, Paulina Lay, who was inspired to create false lashes suitable for her Asian eyes after having a hard time finding ones that fit well for her. Every Lashes strives to design lashes that look natural and enhance all eye shapes and sizes,
1: including and especially for Asian eyes. Their philosophy is that we should be able to wear eyelashes every day, not just on special occasions. So their lashes are designed to be wearable and comfortable for everyday use. I usually prefer a fairly minimal makeup look and don't typically wear false lashes, but I tried out the Sunday brunch lashes and they were light, subtle, and
2: perfect for a daytime or nighttime look. And for me, personally, I'm a huge fan of falsies, and every lashes 9to5 3D lashes have been my go-to pair. The 9to5 3D lashes look dramatic but feel so natural on and fall under their 3D faux mink line. Their lashes are the added oomph I need to leave the house feeling so hot and go well with my daytime and nighttime makeup. To get your pair today, use our code ABG for 15% off. Again, it's ABG for 15% off.
3: I don't know about you, but it feels like a lot of my friends are now getting on that baby train. If you have a friend who is also expecting or have little ones still in diapers, I always recommend Pampers Swathers. With Pampers Swathers, you can also rest assured that this diaper will prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Swathers has dual-leak guard barriers at the legs to help protect where leaks happen most. And they have a blowout barrier, which is an innovative back pocket built into the diaper to help prevent those messy leaks up the back. Did you know that on average, babies will use up to 8,000 plus diapers before becoming potty trained? That is a lot! That's why Pampers Diaper Stash is the hottest baby gift for 2024. So give a gift to a loved one that says, we see you and we've got you. Pampers Diaper Stash is an online diaper fund that all parents with little ones will love. You can organize friends and family to contribute to a group gift of an online stockpile that never has to run out. Pampers Diaper Stash is great because it takes the guesswork out of choosing what size and how many diapers to gift. It's so easy to do and it's the gift that always fits.
2: I have a question for you guys. Like, when you guys were having sex for the first time, like, were you guys using protection?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Were, you, were you on birth control? Were you guys on... No. Condoms. Condoms? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. How Did about I... you? Oh, I was on... Birth I was control, on birth control. Right? Yeah. Birth
1: con- Oh, so you
2: actually started birth control before, like... Almost instantly, because my mom asked me kind of right away, but um, yeah, I definitely used condoms, like, right away, and then yeah. moved over to birth control, and then... Yeah. I was actually on birth control for quite a while, like... I was on it for four years. Mm. Like, two years after we broke up, I was still on it because I just... I regulated my period. Yeah. But then yeah. I, I got off of it. But yeah, I just want to ask you guys about your protection, you know, style for yeah, the first time. Yeah, that's, that's important. It and is important. Yeah, um, I
0: didn't know... I I think I started birth control, like, late in college. Or I didn't even, like, know how to use it. Mm. And, like, yeah, what yeah. are all these, like,
2: colors and dates yeah. and... What uh, what is it going to do to my body? It's like, I missed it. Am might be pregnant. Like, all these little things. Yeah. But, you know, I think now, since we talked about our first times, I would love to hear about, like, we should go into, like... Now, like, nowadays, I think you learn a lot about yourself, like, and your sexual preferences through, like, you know, different encounters. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously looking at our, like, slideshow right now, the X Factor, we called it. (laughs) We probably have, like, different experiences with all these men, right, sexually or whether or not. I think it's really um, interesting to talk about, like, i guess our sexual behavior style or like what is our current relationship status and how that affects yes. our sexual behaviors yeah right?
1: like what's your relationship with the person you're having sex with yeah is this a boyfriend is it a person you're casually dating is it someone you met at the bar randomly yeah i night? mean it's
2: like are you hooking like a one-night stand are you yeah for, you, do you have friends with benefits so i think it'd be kind of like interesting to talk about it who wants to start <laughs> okay, I'm I'm the boring one here because I have a boyfriend. You've so always had a boyfriend. Though. I have.
0: Actually, mm. it was interesting. Like, I'm looking at my slide right now. <laughs> um, but I have had a boyfriend since I was 16. So 16 and 18, my first one. I only skipped the age of 19 that, that I didn't have a boyfriend. Mm. And then 20 through now. So Serio Nog a uh, me, monogamer, monogamous. You know, I'm curious, though, because, like, how does, that, how
1: does
2: that affect your, like, sexual, like, I guess, like... Your sex drive, or... Or, no, like, I, I don't know, actually, because cause I think for me and you, I've never been a serial monogamous. Yeah. Monogamer. i <laughs> like. <laughs> I don't about it?
1: A, except for your first boyfriend, right? Yeah. Where you said it started feeling like an obligation.
2: Kind of, yeah. Or like, yeah. I guess, how does sex change when you're with someone for a long time? Mm. Oh, I, How do you I, keep it interesting? Or does it is it still, on, oh, is peanut like, butter still your... <laughs> or does it it's not on peanut butter. It's something. I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> does, it depend on, does it depend on the guy then?
0: It, I think mm. it does. I have never like strayed or like wanted to casually date. That's mm-hmm. never been something that's in, like, my blood that I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I hate just dating this one guy. I'm so curious about, like, yeah. all these other people because when I'm in a relationship, I'm, like, in it and I'm like, yeah. we getting married mm-hmm. or else this is not it, right? Yeah. So even if the sex might not have been good, obviously I was with them for, like, the personality or something and yeah. I'm like, this is, like, wor- more worth it than like, going out and pursuing other mm, people yeah. just for, like, my sexual charge or something. Like yeah. That. Mm-hmm. I think my sexual acti- uh, activity or my, like, I, I, it is very, like, high libido, I guess, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Libido is pretty high. So it's not like I'm, like, just low libido and I don't, I don't care about sex. Yeah. But it's more just, like, I think the magnitude of a relationship and the potential, I focus on that more than I focus on, like, the libido itself, yeah. part. Mm-hmm. For some people, it, like, kind of went a little, like, dry. Mm-hmm. But I also never really care too much about it. And with, like, current boyfriend, <laughs> this is <laughs> weird to talk about because it's so current, it's been, like, always good. I'll just like, you guys have it compatible it I think your, your chemistry is really... Chem- yeah. yeah, the chemistry is is always there. And I'm always like, oh, no, what if, like, one day this goes away, you yeah. know? But And I've worried about that since, like, day one or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't. So I'm like, okay, I think we have something good here
2: yeah that's actually a wonder too because like two things like in a long-term relationship i think it's easy for sex to become a routine yeah. right it's like oh we'll do this position then we'll do it over here and mm-hmm. it just feels like you kind of know the, the choreography to what your sex the choreography it's true though because i remember feeling like that with my first boyfriend i'm like okay we always start here we do that we yeah. do the same thing and at one point it's like it's not exciting for me right right you know but i do wonder if sexual chemistry is a thing like do you need yeah But I I do – talking to a lot of women, it's just, like, I think you could have sexual chemistry with someone, but that that doesn't necessarily build a good relationship. Absolutely. Right, of course, yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, the foundation, other than sex, has to be very strong if you want to have a lasting relationship. If it's just purely based on, like, lust, then it's lust, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I do think sex can play a very – like, not an important role in a relationship, but I feel like it has to be something there can't be like like a spark Yeah. yeah yeah No, i
0: felt that with one of my boyfriends where it eventually just sort of like died down and i think i mentioned this before but i remember one time like he kissed me and i was like I feel like I'm kissing a brother. Oh, <laughs> you know, or like but which best, one is that? I'm looking at yeah. your chart. I like, yeah. I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um or like a best friend, right? Oh, like yeah. someone who knows you so deeply. Yeah. And it's like a beautiful relationship, but then if there's that sexual spark isn't there, then it's like, oh, if she you don't get, you get a little a bit tingly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. there's like no tingle. Yeah. You need to
2: tingle. <laughs> but it also sounds like you huh? you need to have a connection with someone to have sex. Yeah. You can't just be like, "Hey stranger, let's have sex." Yeah. I mean, there's so there's one only one person that
0: I did have sex with that was not my boyfriend, yeah, mm. I don't like. Do like the hookup thing? Yeah,
2: you mm. we were kind of dating though. Yeah, but I,
0: I yeah I didn't really have time to either. there. But yeah, there was one time I already knew that it wasn't gonna be like a long lasting thing. Mm-hmm. So it might it was like a little I was a little older then, so I was just like, I'm just gonna do this thing. Like it's like college helen, you yeah. Know? The yeah. thing the things that I was supposed to do in college that I didn't get to do. Like might uh, as might as well, you know. Yeah. And so I allowed myself the freedom to do that. But then yeah. afterwards I would always feel kind of like icky because I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's not gets,
1: you. He gets
0: to experience my body and he doesn't deserve <laughs> it or something like that. Mm. body is my temple right no i actually totally relate to that yeah yeah so that that, and then after that i was like okay i don't i don't need that
2: (laughs) Mm. it's interesting
1: how because like i i feel like i have had more like casual like sex like there's my brain will say that like oh my body is my temple and i shouldn't allow them but then there's the the flip side where i'm kind of like at a certain point i'm getting enjoyment out of it too yeah and so you know but it's there's like no right or wrong i think it's kind of like the it's your personal attitude for Absolutely. it, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure if I was dating
0: more and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm getting something out of it and I feel empowered and I'm learning more about, like, my sexual behavior and what I like and what and I don't like and what, yeah. and what these guys, like, if they, you know, touch me a certain way and I'm like, oh, I like that. At least yeah, I learned yeah. a mm-hmm. little bit from that. I, I could see myself thinking, like, okay, this is, like, worthwhile. Okay, right, I'm, right. You know, it's mutual, too. Yeah. 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 So how about you, ladies? You both don't have a boyfriend. We all know this. I know. <laughs>
2: yeah. Have you had sex recently? I like Janet and I both <laughs> Janet and I are both looking at each other like, okay, so who wants to start first? Yeah. Helen, you decide who starts. Uh,
0: let's go with Janet. Okay, okay. Uh, Janet. Have a sip of your wine. i, mean, I have some more wine. <laughs> uh, how do I
1: tell... Oh, I'll, I'll start it off Okay, okay so
0: Janet has had... Um, she... Remember, the in the beginning of this year, 2019, Janet did like a little dry spell with her wine. She had a much longer dry spell with her vagina. My vagina. <laughs>
2: Actually, it has aged nicely over the few years. <laughs> yeah, it's aged nicely. And then this past week,
0: it will happen yeah. a couple of weeks
1: now by the time this yeah. episode is released. Yeah. But, um,
0: you know, she got she got it done. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I think when we talk about kind of like casual dating culture. Mm. Yeah, the last like, – well, I'm like 34. So the last like decade, I've done a lot of kind of just casual dating. And – I've done a lot of exploring in someone that maybe I'm like seeing a couple of times for like a couple months mm-hmm. to like being in a city for one night and having like a one night stand. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know.
2: I think I need more prompting. No, <laughs> know it or- it here's the thing: there's no shame with this. Like Janet, I feel like if you're using this, is how you explore yourself and explore yeah. the people, that's what you do. It's fine. There's consent on both sides. Then yeah, you do yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? I think as
1: long as you're protecting yourself, like physically, for for the young ladies that are listening out there. um protecting yourself physically is important it's not just about pregnancy but it's also about like stds and things like that so make sure that even if you are on birth control you're using condoms or other forms um and get
3: tested regularly and get tested regularly
1: but i would say that there is kind of a funky emotional aspect to it Mm -hmm. because when you're not like intimately involved with someone then sex almost becomes much more just like a physical pleasure Mm -hmm, or a physical act and that can be both positive and, and
2: negative, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could see that.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's so like it's the like, positive
2: is like you're able to detach and just enjoy the physical act of having yeah. sex and kind of just exploring what you like with your body. But then the flip side is like, oh, I don't feel yeah. like that. Yeah.
1: Like I remember kind of just laying there and I was like, this is happening and yeah, like kind of feeling a little disengaged from it. Yeah. There's a sense of it that you feel like a little disappointed, but mm-hmm. then you also kind of feel like, oh, it's a little bit empowering that I'm not like so – wrapped up in this and mm-hmm. that I feel like in control yeah. of myself and my
0: kind of you know, inclination. You, you, you do
2: feel empowered sometimes when you know like I'm able to disconnect with this yeah. and treat it for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, a different yeah. feeling. Yeah.
0: Did you feel more so like you had your
1: needs filled? um 'cause it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I mean uh well see here's the thing. I think when you don't really know the person really well it's hard mm. For There to be real physical pleasure, and mm. maybe this is because, like, they say for women, a lot of it is emotional. emotional. Mm-hmm. Although, I have had one guy where, like, we didn't really know each other and it was really good, but I think that's just like anatomically, we fit together really mm-hmm. well. Yeah, yeah. But generally speaking, it will be like okay. I think for me, that experience was more good in the fact that we had a really great date, it was like a five to six hour date. We, you know, like, had a really good conversation, we had mm-hmm. glasses of wine, and then it ended with that. So, it's, it's like the package of the experience of going out on a date and connecting with a person romantically in that way was, like, really enjoyable. Yeah. But the sex... I mean, for that particular... Oh, I hope he's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> tell him. Tell him. It was yeah. It was a bad. Wait. us
0: Later. <laughs> yeah.
1: How about you, Mel? You've,
2: you you <laughs> <She's> actually let <like, laughs>
1: flip it. Flip it a little. Well, because I'm talking about the spectrum of like not really. It's like a stranger, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've had some experiences where it's like not. maybe you have like a friendship. Yeah.
0: Let me oh, drink this. Okay. Like a, deep, a like slightly like a friends deeper connection with benefits. Yeah. yeah then like a, a date.
2: Whoo! It's my turn. All right. So. I think I relate to Helen a lot when she says, like, I do view my body as, like, a temple. Mm -hmm. I'm not naked a lot with people. So, I think for me, like, my body is so sacred in the sense that, like, I don't want to share that with everyone. So, I think with that, I've always had sex with people that I've been dating. Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be, like, well, no. All the guys guys I've had sex with are guys I have been exclusive with. So, I feel comfortable enough enough to share that. Granted, so, I like an emotional connection with someone to share that and to a physical side and in college I did try friends with benefits kind of with someone like he was someone I knew and I had a crush on and we went back to his place once and things started getting heated and before we started he was like you know I'm not looking for anything though and I was like oh and I was like oh shit like my first time dealing with this kind of Mm -hmm. relationship because like we were friends we knew each other and I actually had a crush on him and I was like oh okay like Sure, like I'll just enjoy it for what it is, and then we didn't have sex. We like, m- we like did other things, like made out, and then after that first time, I knew what this relationship was gonna be. So I was like, okay, and I felt kind of empowered. So I was like, I hit him up, knowing that it is what it is. Mm. I'm gonna get my, I'm gonna get my needs, and that's it. So the second time we met up, and we got a little further, and he said, "Do you want to have sex?" And I go, "No," but I think I'm someone that I like to move in gradual steps, mm. and so at that time, I didn't, I still didn't want to have sex, and. I think walking away the next morning, I didn't feel right. It didn't feel mm-hmm. right anymore. I was like, you know, I don't think I, I don't think it's meant for me. Mm-hmm. Like friends with benefits. I can't do this. I get attached. And I like the dude. So I think after that, I stopped kind of like moving forward with those type of relationships. So moving to LA, the only person I really had sex with until, you know, stuff, was my boyfriend. And so, yeah, I guess like. We were talking about like you know experiences that, I've, that have that happened since my boyfriend. I I did try out I guess like a friends with benefits kind of thing with mm-hmm. someone that was part of my life. Um,
0: Mel has a really uncomfortable face on right now. <laughs> I was, like, how do <laughs> I talk? Trying about Trying so hard to talk about it. It's, you know what it is. It's, it's just, hard. Like, it's hard. It yeah. is hard
2: because like I I was very firm. I'm like I'm not going to do this again. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to do this because mm. like I'm someone that's super sensitive and like all these things. But there's one in my life that I felt like I was like physically super attracted to. Like there's no denying the fact that I just. I mean, I told you to, like, I, I don't feel this a lot. But then, yeah, we're friends. And then, like, I think you just feel the sexual tension. Yeah. I think Jana yeah. was like, yeah, Mel, I think we all.
1: I feel like at this point, from personal experience and also from having a yeah. lot of girlfriends, mm-hmm. like, watching each other in our 20s and 30s, that usually when there's that magnetic energy between you and someone and you guys are going to be around each other, it's gonna happen yeah like things are gonna happen yeah yeah Yeah. as much as you try and talk yourself out
2: of it it's it's
1: always gonna be there yep
2: yeah and I remember the moment it happened I remember the thoughts I was like I can't believe this is happening I can't believe this is happening am I really doing this because I was so like I was so firm I'm like this is so not me Mm -hmm. but it happened and I was just like what and even he was like what I was like I know I just don't I can't believe this happened and I felt like it was to be honest it was inevitable it could be one-sided to be honest but like I felt such a like a huge intense sexual attraction to him. I was like, uh, like I, I kind of like, to be honest, I kind of had to bang this shit out. Like, it is what it is. <laughs> that sounds so, like, animalistic. But yeah. it felt like that, though. It felt so, like, my animal instinct instinct yeah, kicked yeah. in. I was like, oh, fuck, I need, I kind of need this. Yeah. Yeah. So I did it, and then obviously, that kind of like, opened up conversation as to, what is this? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, we were friends. Um, I don't want to fuck this shit up. But, he but did. just kidding. You
1: Sorry. You <laughs> Literally. <Fuck> <laughs> <Yeah. off. laughs>
2: but I think what happened was like, I said this, you know, like I actually felt very empowered leaving the first time. I was like, I feel, you know what? I feel fine. Yeah. yeah. I don't. You're not emotionally attached. I'm not emotionally yeah. attached, or whatever. I could do this again and feel okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, then we kind of started exploring that. And I always made it very clear with him. I think in the beginning it was like, oh, yeah, this is just, it's just going to be like physical. But I think what happens is that, you know, you start, you know, getting intimate and like talking, you know, after you do it. And then you like connect on a personal level and then you start being become more intimate than physical. Right. And so for me, it was like a physical, intimate combination. And so I think with that relationship, it just kind of like developed a little more to a point where it's like, oh, shit, like I think a part of me deep down knew that. I was liking the emotional aspect of it. But at the same time, like, I knew he, like, definitely was not looking for a relationship. But it's, like, he said he wasn't. But at the same time, he was, like, I'm open to exploring what this can be. So I was, like, okay, I'm someone that I don't want to waste time in a sense that, like, I'm not just going to go into this with nothing being the result. I want an option of maybe it could be something or it just being purely just physical. But to be honest, at that point, like, it wasn't just physical because, like, we were hanging out, kind of. Mm. So I was, like, okay, there's definitely, like, intimacy involved and I told him, I said, hey, at any point in time, this feels like it's becoming just fucking and you don't see me in like an intimate way or the idea of a relationship cannot be
1: a possibility. Possibility.
2: You let me know and then we'll be done because I don't want to I don't want to get hurt, whatever. And he's like, I got it. I, I understand. And so like, yeah, it was a very interesting. It's just navigating. This is so difficult. Yeah, it actually like, sounds like I mean, because friends with benefits
1: kind of sounds like you are. It's just for the sex, right? You know, and what that it your is? Friendship yeah. is separate from that.
2: But it kind of sounds like friends at possibility. Like, that's, that's, what, yeah. it <laughs> yeah, that, like that's what it sounds like. Yeah, that's what it sounds like, too.
1: And that's like, that's really
0: hard to do mm-hmm. because then, yeah. then you can't compartmentalize, like, this right. is a potential
2: boyfriend. And so I have yeah. to, like,
0: emotionally attach myself versus, like, this is just a hookup. Yeah. You yeah. know, which Janet has been able to do with, like, yeah. her, her past relationships. Yeah. yeah.
2: Looking back on that, like, dynamic, I was like, honestly, I am a sensitive type. I do fall easily. How can you not when you're being intimate? It's not just being physical. You're being intimate with someone. No, when you're intimate. And I think even for a lot
1: of women, it's hard to separate the physical from the intimate. Mm -hmm. And so, like, when it's worked for me is when I haven't seen them too often, Mm -hmm. right? Or, like, it's not a consistent Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah. No,
2: for sure. And I think for me, it's, like, it's hard to navigate because then, like, you know, we're friends. Yeah. So I think looking back, this could be just completely one-sided again. It could be just me feeling like, okay, maybe there is an emotional connection. Maybe this could be something more I don't know. But for me, I didn't want to put all my eggs in that one basket. That's why I was like, okay, understanding it is what it is. But at the same time, like, in the back of my head, I was like, fuck, I'm enjoying this. Well, mm. I think
0: there's an aspect of it where, too, like, I think you might, like, like him, right? Not yeah. just for his physicality, but yeah. I'm thinking about, like, that one person that I did hook up with that I was, that I was not dating and I, like, was not emotionally attached because I knew that right. I didn't want to be with him. And yeah. it was just, like, kind of, like, a lustful mm-hmm, relationship. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it was easy when I was just like, okay, I think we're done. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. And for him, too, he was like, okay, I think, yeah. yeah. There's probably parts of you that are kind of, like, lying to yourself, right? Oh, like, telling yourself. Oh, for sure. Like, oh, I'm I'm fine. Yeah. But then you're you're, like... Hiding the real feelings
2: of like, shit, I think yeah. I might like this guy. Yeah. And it's just like, you don't want to admit that because it's just like, you going to come off as, like strong, like, I'm empowered, and I, didn't, yeah. I don't need you kind of thing. And then for me, it's just like, definitely like, fuck, I don't really want to like you to be honest. It's like, it's just like, we already agreed on what this was. Mm-hmm, you know, right? it's kind of weird. It's a weird, like, uh like, I don't know what it is. But then it, it was funny because in the beginning, it felt so, I always joke around, like, I felt it's so transactional.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: In the beginning, it was fun because we we're friends. I could be honest with you. Hey, I, I kind of didn't like when you did that in bed oh, I like when you do this. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, when we started like being more like, sexual, I was like, yeah, actually, like I like when you do this more. And I feel like I could be really honest with him because he's like, okay, like I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. Like It is a physical relationship. Let's physically satisfy the best we can mm. with each other. Because mm-hmm. for me, I kind of saw it as I'm someone that isn't really sexually active. and But this, I feel comfortable, and I want to actually get to know myself, my body more. And if you're there and I feel comfortable, why not do that? Mm-hmm. And so I think that was part of that relationship, trying things out, being okay with, like, kind of, like, having fun and, like, learning about your body. So I think I did gain a positive component from that. But mm-hmm. I do think moving forward, honestly, I am the type of, to get a little attached. And I think all of us saw it coming. I mean, these girls were get like, yeah.
1: <laughs> too many words that are sexual. Well, but here's the thing also. I think it's, like, it is pretty rare to have that animalistic drive towards someone, right? So I kind of feel like when it happens, it's kind of one of those, it's going to happen. You can't stop it. You can't stop it. Yeah. It's going to, but also it's like the fact that it's rare mm-hmm. and that you, you get to experience that is also pretty unique. I'm happy that you
0: did. Cause I, I feel like if you didn't, mm-hmm. then you would always be
1: wondering what yes. if, right? Like yeah.
0: cause, because there's this like unfilled question mm-hmm. and desire mm-hmm. and so i remember yeah you were going into it and i was like oh god <laughs> <laughs> like helen's like damn it yeah but like at the same time like i've been through it too yeah it's better that you try and tap into it to see what it actually
2: is and try mm-hmm. to close the books on it no i agree yeah so and i don't think i felt this way with about anyone before it's like it felt inevitable mm-hmm. it was gonna yeah. happen how do you feel now um well obviously i think moving forward i kind of know my tendencies a little bit more now so i don't think i would enter a friends of benefits relationship ever again mm. i mean i say this now i know i know we'll be
1: here check in with us in a season, season
2: six <laughs> probably next season probably the end of this season <laughs> yeah. no no uh i learned a lot throughout it i honestly i did enjoy it i'm not gonna lie i enjoyed yeah. it for what it, for what it was yeah good it kind of put me through hell a little bit because i'm such a like a feeler and emotional yeah. person it's just like it just fuck with your mind where you're like all right we're being intimate we're kind of like hanging out, and I kind of like it, but I can't have this. Yeah. My other side is also thinking, you know, another thing I battle with, friends with benefits. Obviously, you guys, it's it's called friends with benefits. This person's already your friend, so you guys get along to some level, right? right? Some degree. But now you're throwing in physical act, and now you're throwing in intimacy. Yeah. You know? So it's kind of like, I wonder if it's tricking your mind to liking someone when you actually don't. Like,
1: the physical aspect is reinforcing yeah. You, the Yeah, the emotional, act,
2: kind of like... I don't know. It's like sometimes like I think I, I told you ladies it's just like, yeah, I enjoy being intimate with him. I enjoy being physical with him. But like, I honestly don't know if I like him. Mm-hmm. I might like doing these things with him. That doesn't mean I actually like the dude.
1: Mm-hmm. Doesn't
2: mean we're compatible.
1: Ooh, what is it? I've heard a quote where it's like you can love someone but not like them. And then same, you can... Like someone not Yeah. I don't know, actually. Because love, or maybe love is not the right word here, but it's, like, that you feel some sort of, like, deep connection with someone, but you maybe don't like them as a person. Mm. Right? Like, you don't maybe like some of their values or some of their characteristic traits or things like that, but you can still feel this, like, lustful... Yeah. Not lustful, but, like, a, yeah. a deeper... Other HIPAA connection. Yeah. Complicated.
2: Now also really learning that I do actually want to be in a relationship. I've always been the girl to date for long term. Mm-hmm. So I think right now it's like, okay, well, at this point, like, I don't want to waste any more time. So I did that because I feel like my animal side was like, rar I need to fulfill this. Yeah. And I did it. And so now it's just like, okay, now what's next? I feel like for
1: me, I'm like, I am looking for something serious eventually, but I've had a pretty big pause in my dating life the last like year because I've been so focused on like work and other things. And so now I'm kind of like in this new phase where I'm exploring dating, and I think I'm going to be okay with like starting off with casual dating first. Going yeah. to that,
2: that means there'll be more stories coming from Jan in the next couple of weeks. Oh my god! And, sure. Mel. <laughs> and Mel,
0: both of y'all. All right, if you want to um, go on a date oh. with one of these single ladies, Did we do this already? Um, <laughs> Asianbossgirl at gmail.com send us an email. Subject line: Who you want to date. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs>
2: Alright, I think there's so much we could talk about in terms of sex, but I think we covered like, you know, a pretty like fair amount today yes. We're talking about you know, our first times, you know, how we even heard about sex to like you know our current like sexual behavior styles, which is like that that was a lot to unpackage and reveal, to be honest. I think we shared a lot, actually. We did.
0: Even stuff I haven't talked about ever. Like yeah. the peanut butter stuff. What the yeah? Fuck yeah. Is that? Don't, don't focus on that. <laughs> Let's focus on um ice cube, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. A ball. A ball? You imagine you went, you had sex against a ball or something? Oh, a wall. A wall. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I heard that statement way differently (laughs) in my head. (laughs) But yeah, so we hope you guys enjoyed this episode about sex. We just want to encourage you guys to ask yourself what do you value in terms of sex. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's the main thing I took away when I started being sexually active is like obviously if you value your body, it's sacred. That's gonna help you determine how you navigate yes. how you become sexual with someone, right? So don't ever forget that part about yourself. And if you have any stories, we'd love to hear about it. Maybe you're kind of too afraid to share with your girlfriends. Like email us at asianbossgirl@gmail.com. We want to hear about it. Don't worry, we? we'll keep it confidential. Thank you again for listening to this episode about sex. Make sure you protect yourself. Yes.
1: Protect yourself, educate yourself, and, you know, do some deep thinking about your own personal preferences with sex. Because sex is something that you do with a partner, but it's also something that helps you get to know yourself better.
2: So at the end of the day, sex should be something you enjoy. So just remember that and value yourself and what you want with Mm -hmm. your sexual journeys.
1: And also, if you are not comfortable with where you
0: are, make sure you know to say No.
2: You can find us at Asian Boss Girl. We are
0: on Instagram. We are all over the social platforms. You can download our podcast on Spotify from our website, iTunes, all All over the other places. Mm -hmm. And leave us a rating on iTunes. It actually helps us out a lot. We've been getting on some of the charts, podcasting charts lately. And that's because of your ratings and the feedback that iTunes, I guess, receives. So thank you for doing that. Please continue doing so. Yes.
1: And we also have a segment called Dear ABG where we're taking in some of your phone calls and your voicemails. Uh, If you want to leave comments or questions for us, we'll address them in some of the future episodes. The number to call is 213-262-8776. Thank you guys so much for this episode, and we'll catch you on the next one.
3: Bye!
2: Bye!